business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi. And uh, I got my blackjack gum here. And I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. Funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. over johnny oh man it's over anyway what is going on everybody this is saturday night this is hollywood hangout i hope everybody's doing all right out there i am actually pretty damn excited about this one um been wanting to talk more music and uh obviously that's why i kind of started doing some of the concerts uh me and smart did the uh, family values tour with corn and ice cube and uh, all those guys, Ramstein and all them, but I've been wanting to talk more music. I got to be honest. I really, <laughs> even though I've always said I don't, I didn't, or I stopped listening to music way back in the day. I still love listening to it. And I still love listening to the music that, um, that I kind of grew up with. And I'll kind of tell you the story in a little bit on kind of how I got into this kind of music, um, a little bit, but, um, I'm actually going to go ahead, knock out the plugs real quick, and then uh, we'll go ahead and talk about some music. I have everything up here from Queen to Ram Jam to Steve Miller Band, Styx, uh, George Thurgood, Elton John, ACDC. I've got all kinds of stuff. I've got about 25 songs. I may get through them all. We may not. I want to see how this goes, to be honest with you. If this keeps going... Um, I'll just keep going through decades and genres of music, uh, whatever you guys want me to do, I'll actually start doing them. So let's see how this goes. I'm going to keep this as, 
I'm going to try not to go Casey Kasem on this one. Uh, I'm going to try not to be very DJ-ish. Uh, I see Bobby Anthem's in the chat. This might sound pretty, uh, might sound kind of uh, familiar to him. I'm, I'm going to try not to sound like a DJ when I'm doing this, but I got to be honest, this is going to be really fun for me to do. Uh, I love music. I'll be able to sit back. I got my lava lamp out. I got my bowl pack talking 70s music. We are going to jam to some. And like I said, I've got all kinds of music to play. And I'm, I think it's going to be fun. But um, all right, let me knock out plugs real quick and then I'll get into a couple of things. And then we'll just get into some music, talk about some, uh, a little bit about the band here and there. And we'll just kind of go on throughout that right there. And like I said, we'll see how this works. I hope this works out well. I would love to just, uh, I mean, it's not like I'm going to do it every week, but um, I would like to just do this every now and then, you know, jam a few genres of music and go through. Y'all can see what I like (laughs) and probably get a, get an idea of um, a little bit of similarity between what I listen to. So anyway, let me go ahead and play this. We'll go ahead and knock these plugs out. That means I want you guys checking out the high marks. That's right. It's the cheese man. It's the mojo. It's the G whiz. You guys should be checking them out. Sunday nights, that's tomorrow night, 830 PM Eastern time right here. Mixer.com slash metal mid podcast network. Also check them out on YouTube. Same thing. Uh, once again, check out the high marks. And of course, you got Bobby Anthem and Bobby Blades. They're the Inhumans. They're on the Inhuman Experience, and you should already be subscribed. If you are not, go to your podcast platform, type in Inhuman Experience, and hit the subscribe button. And also, want you subscribing to Eric, Doug, and Daniel, Everything Unscripted Wrestling Podcast, EUP Network, right over there on Blog Talk Radio. Go over there, check them out. They're really, really, really good guys. I have a lot of fun when I go on their show. Um, I probably should ask me if I can start posting those shows here. Just kind of on other dirt sheet dudes uh, feed, not on the Hollywood Hangout feed, obviously. But anyway, uh, they can be found on all the usual podcast platforms also. And Stephen Milan shares the show, and it's greatly appreciated. Sir, find him over there reviewing movies. Go subscribe, follow, letterbox, com slash Stephen Milan, M-I-L-L-A-N, two L's in Milan. And don't forget, me and Smart, Wednesday night, Right around 10, 15 p.m. Eastern Time, we're right here. Dirt Sheet Dudes, Mixer.com slash Dirt Sheet Dudes. So check out me and Smark. All right, so there you go. We can go ahead and stop those bad boys right there. All right, so when I brought this show back, I, and obviously I'm not doing this on YouTube tonight. I get booted off of YouTube pretty goddamn quick for what I'm about to do. Um, So just here on Mixler and audio only. Um, when I brought this show back, I, and I was talking to Smark a little bit, I'm like, I want to talk more movies. I want to talk music. And I'm like, man, do I, do I need another show to talk music? And then I'm like, mm, you know, I really don't. Um, I, I mean, we've got a lot of musicians that have started movies. David, I mean, we can go back to David Bowie in Labyrinth. I mean, he was in Zoolander, uh, Cher in Moonstruck. Um, I, 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 Jesus, Whitney Houston, the bodyguard, Jennifer Lopez was in uh, money train. She was also in, uh, shades of blue with, um, Ray Liotta. Awesome show. That show, by the way, I believe is on, it's on Peacock. I believe if you want to watch it. Maybe Tubi. I think it's on Tubi. If you want to check that show out, that was a great show. They're kind of, uh, 
kind of corrupt cops. It's a little bit shield-like, but not as uh, not as intense. Mark Wahlberg's been in movies, obviously, came from a musical career. So many people have been in, you know, music and movies. So I kind of figure I don't need another show to talk about this. Um, I kind of think it fits. Not that any of the bands I'm talking about, have, many of their songs have been in movies. Um, so I guess that can be the tie-in. But um, again, we're going to talk some 70s music. 70s rock, mainly, is what I'm going to go ahead and get into. How I got into 70s rock? Well, I'm sure you guys kind of know, as you grow up, more of what you listen to is the stuff your parents want you to listen to and what you listen to in your parents' car, right? Yeah. My parents are still listening to the same music today (laughs) as when I was in their car as a kid. Uh, My dad has XM, so he listens to the Elvis station all the fucking time. If they ever get rid of that, I don't know what my dad's going to do. I'll have to actually teach him how to use his phone, I guess. And uh, he can go ahead and figure out how to use uh, the actual Apple Music. So might have to teach him that one day. Um, so, you know, you, you kind of grow up and that's what you're listening to. And I mean, I, I listen, I like all the stuff my parents listening to. A lot of the stuff my mom listened to was a lot of that easy listening 80s that had some country crossover to it. Uh, I mean, we've talked about that before, but... As I turned 14 and 15, my sister is two years older than me, and she had older friends. So her friends were mostly all listening to this kind of music. Now, we were also traveling around uh, when I was in 12, 13, 14 to horse shows. So I would travel, and sometimes we would get rides with people, you know, here, there, just kind of go, you know, because we, were, we, we would go from, like, and we'd go from South Carolina well, actually, we'd go from North Carolina. We'd start in our hometown at the time. It was North Carolina. We'd go to South Carolina. Then we'd go up to, I believe, Atlanta. And we would just keep going throughout from state to state to state. We'd go to Kentucky. We'd go to uh, even New York. Um, yeah, just yeah, you know, all over the place. But we'd also go through, you know, small towns. Like we'd go from Blowing Rock, North Carolina, which is a little uh, small town in the mountains, to Asheville, which is a bigger town in the mountains. So I'd get a ride. And most of these were just good old country boys listening to Southern rock and, and 70s rock. That's kind of how I got into it. My sister's friends um, were big into Skinner and Zeppelin and Floyd. I didn't realize until later they were all just fucking a bunch of druggies getting, getting high and tripping uh, and getting drunk. <laughs> I figured it out a little later in life, but uh, I didn't realize that's all they were really doing. But I... I I kind of feel the music you you kind of get when you're 14, 15, 16, even 17 is kind of the music that sticks, really sticks with you. No matter what you, you know, evolve to, no matter what you do listen to, I think you always kind of go back to the music that, like, the music you first found when you started becoming you. You know what I mean? Those first few years, you start, you start kind of finding yourself, you know, you're... You're liking, you know, girls or whatever, you know, as you're going through girls, guys, whatever it is. You're liking, you know, starting to become attracted to to people and you're just finding yourself and you're starting to find your music too. Um, And again, I know I've always said I stopped listening to music probably, probably in the early 2000s. I can think I probably stopped listening to a lot of music, started listening to a lot more talk radio. But 
this music I still listen to today. Matter of fact, me and my wife, every night we go to sleep, I put on the classic rock station. They play a little 70s, a little 80s. Now they're even playing 90s. Kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, when I grew up, this this what I'm about to play was classic rock. Now it's like super classic rock. But um, that's sort of how I kind of got stuck listening to a lot of this stuff. Um, and most of the bands, that's exactly how I got stuck listening to them. Um, and a few, my parents would listen to a couple of them. I've actually got a couple in here that kind of hold a little place in, you know, a little sentimental value here and there. But, um, a lot of these songs, my sister's friends would listen to, they loved Floyd. Um, they loved, uh, Skinnerd. I mean, I grew up in mostly Southern towns, so you can imagine what music they were listening to. Aerosmith, Stones, all that shit they were listening to, um, and I just always kind of loved what they were listening to. And uh, they, you know, 15 years old, they, you know, 14, 15, right, right before I turned 15, they got me drunk and high. And, you know, I just sat there jamming to music with them. A lot of Steve Miller band. They really, one of my sister's friends, Charlie, was a huge Steve Miller band fan. Like, loved Steve Miller band. Um, so we got to listen to a lot of them. Uh, back then, and another one of my sister's friends named Akers was a huge Thin Lizzy fan. So always loved Thin Lizzy. Um, you know, just kind of, uh, I got both songs by both of them tonight. And they all, you know, the Van Halens and all that stuff. But uh, they just always played this kind of music, and I always loved it. So I wanted to get into that a little bit. I don't think we need to play around anymore. I guess I can go ahead and just start with a... I really have no order to play these songs. Let me look down this list. Um, there's no order. I might get through all of them. I might not. You know what? We just talked about Thin Lizzy. Why don't we start with Thin Lizzy? How's that sound? We will start uh, with a little bit of a little Thin Lizzy here. Let me go ahead and get to it real quick. Let me see something real quick. It's about halfway down. Um, so that's what we'll go ahead and start with. Now, this... Thin Lizzy, I, I, I love Thin Lizzy. I think they're an excellent band. Um, been credited with a lot of people actually not only liking their music, but uh, uh, who am I thinking here? Um, Guns N' Roses actually credits them with basically like a big, big influence on their band. So I can't find, for some reason, I cannot find... The, uh, when this song came out, but you know what? I'm going to go ahead and play it anyway. Um, we'll go ahead and rock this song. Not a big deal. I can go ahead and uh, find all that information out while this song is playing. This is going to start with, like I said, boys are back in town. I'm going to mute my mic. I'm going to turn my volume down so y'all do not hear me singing along. <laughs> That's the last thing y'all need to hear. So here we go. We're starting with a little bit of Thin Lizzy. Boys are back in town. Here we go. Sorry about the book volume there.
There you go. There you go. The Irish band. That's right. Brought out of Dublin, Ireland. Um, that song, by the way, was 1976. I did find it. I don't know why I couldn't find that tab, but uh, I did. 
Um, but yeah, that was uh, just another uh, Boys Are Back in Town right there. Great song. Now, Thin Lizzy, once again, is just a, another great band out of the 70s. They, uh, again, Guns N' Roses, um, Skid Row also credits them as a huge influence as to their band. But uh, just, I mean, if you're looking for any similarities between what I'm playing, I'll tell you exactly what it's going to be. And I've said this on the show before, guitar. I love guitar heavy guitar i just love it i don't care what it is you give me guitar i'm gonna probably listen to the song i just really like a heavy heavy guitar uh which is why i like that you know this easy top and all that stuff and by the way i'm not even scratching the surface at music i'm playing tonight these songs i mean there's so many songs that uh we could get into and i'm just breaking out a few of the ones that I happen to love, but, um, you know, th- but Thin Lizzy a, was a big influence on a lot of bands, and I love Thin Lizzy, how they just kind of, the they don't, the lead singer doesn't, I mean, he's singing, but he's telling you a story, he's talking you a song and telling you a story. Um, if you ask me, some of these old 70s rock bands had the absolute best natural rock voices out of a lot a lot of people, um, a lot of bands, especially now, you know, they can uh, now they can just shove a ton of shit in the microphone. They have so much technology now. But back in these days, these guys just went out there and sang, man. And I mean, we, we're going to hear some Queen, Freddie Mercury, in my opinion, one of the best front men in the world while with one of the greatest natural voices. Um, but a lot of these guys just went out there and did their thing. They had nothing shoved in their mic. Um, you know, we're going to hear Toto. That the, the original lineup of that band, that guy had an amazing voice, which we're going to hear a little uh, Toto coming up. Um, free. You know what? Let's go ahead and do a little bit of a free. This wasn't the biggest band in the world, but um, they definitely were a pretty big band. Now, you got to remember the 70s. We were just coming off kind of the the whole Beatles thing and, uh, you know, all, all those big, big uh, British bands coming over. But... <clears throat> A lot of the bands coming over were still British bands, but now they were rock bands, real hard rock bands. It wasn't, you know, your, you know, the Beatles. It wasn't, uh, you know, all those guys coming up. But what it was was more of the bands coming over from different countries that were hard, harder rock. Um, Got kind of an English rock band here. Um, Back formed in 1968. They really didn't last that long. They disbanded in 1973. They were not... A like I said, not the biggest band in the world, um, but the name of the band was Free. Uh, the song I'm going to play for you right now is called All Right Now, and if you want to hear some of that heavy guitar, here it is. This was a 1970 song. Here we go.
there you go, folks. I'll tell you, man. If I'm driving home and I'm feeling a little tired, I'm not going to lie, I crank this fucking song right here. I crank a little free all right now. Wake me up a little bit. It, I, I just, and again, you hear that guitar. I don't know what it is, what got me loving guitar. But for, I mean, I, I never learned how to play. My dad can play, believe it or not. My dad actually can play guitar very well. Mostly Elvis songs, obviously. <laughs> but um, yeah, I uh, I never learned how to play. My dad tried to teach me and you know how it is when your dad tries to teach you stuff. You're like, yeah. plus he was trying to teach me his songs. I wanted to learn how to screech that son of a bitch like some of these guys. Like this next band we're about to hear, actually. Um, I wanted to learn how to just let that fucking guitar screech, like like just wail, just sound like a goddamn uh, a, a fucking chainsaw. George Thur- uh, George Thorogood style. We'll get to some George definitely in a couple minutes here, but that's not the next one I want to go with. Um, but anyway, we're gonna keep to the guitar. We're also gonna keep to the bands coming from other countries over in those days, and we're gonna go with another. Um, Another British rock band. We are. We are going to go with one more British rock band. We're going to be talking about a little bit of uh, Ram Jam. Not very long, to be honest with you. This band only lasted a year. Uh, they had one, they kind of a pretty much known for one song. And it's a remake. The song is actually a 30s song that's been remade many times. Um, Spider-Bait did this song um, years ago for the movie Basic with John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson. This song's been done many, 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 many times. Um, but uh, Ram Jam did this in 1977. Obviously, it was either 77 or 78. I'm 50-50. But <laughs> the song is from 1939. Um, again, it's been redone by Frankie and Johnny, Spider-Bait. Uh, so many people, I can't even tell you. But um, it is Black Betty, and I think this is the absolute best uh, version of the song, the guitar. And if you ever, you need to watch this video because these guys are kind of funny looking. You got the kind of geeky looking guy. You got the long mullet looking hair. He's got the glasses on on on, on the lead guitar plus lead uh, plus lyrics. And you kind of got the the the, the Freddie Mercury looking guy over there on on keyboard, and it's just it's a great video to watch. You 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 just need to trust me and watch the video. Um, but again, let's go ahead and jam us a little bit of a Black Betty Ram jam.
right. There you go. A little Black Betty by Ram Jam. Now, have you guys have ever seen that meme of the giant wall of speakers and someone says, that's the first song you're playing you know, on, these, on this system. This would be the first song I would play on any system like that is Black Betty by Ram Jam. And actually, they have a, uh, a different version of this song that's a little faster, a little louder. Um, actually, a lot faster. I could plug in. It's on my phone. I could plug it in and play it real quick for you guys if you really want me to. I, let me see if I got the plug ready here. Hold on. My phone is not plugged in. Hold on. Let me drag this plug. Here we go. We're talking about it. Let's see if you guys can hear the difference here. Plugged in. Let's go up here. All right. Right to music. Back here. 70s. Actually, yeah, 70s. Ram Jam, baby. Where's Ram Jam? Right here. Here we go. Yeah, this is supposed to be the same mix, but it's not. This is actually a. The one I have on my phone is a little faster, so I don't know, let's see. You know what? It's not fast. I'm just realizing it's 210, so it doesn't have that long guitar solo at the end. That is the difference on the one on my phone and the difference here. I don't have that long guitar solo. I will now because I will add this one to my phone. So <laughs> I will have that in there. Um, but you know, I, I, but that's the song I would jam on anything. This would be the second song I played on a system like that. Um, gonna play a little George Thorogood. Now this is a guy, you wanna talk about wailing on a guitar. I love, once again, I've always said I love the fucking guitar and I really do. And uh, the fact that uh, this blues guitar is something I really, 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 really love hearing. Um, and this kind of rock and roll blues guitar, I really love hearing. George Thurgood's been around a very long time, been around since 1973. Um, heard a few interviews with him, and he said he, he knew how to play guitar, but wanted to learn to really play the blues-style guitar. And he said basically he went, he bought an electric guitar at some pawn shop, um, and picked it up and he could just do it. Like it just came out of him naturally, just playing this blues style. Um, but it's really a hard rock and roll blues style. Um, especially, you know, I, I kind of picked one of the shorter songs of Thorogood. We could have gone with a lot of long songs of his, but I, I, I chose Who Do You Love? Um, this song is another one that's also been, uh, remade many a times by a few different people. Um, Actually, I believe that uh, Jim Morris and the Doors actually did a version of this, I believe, uh, back in the day. But uh, this one, the version he uh, put out was 1978. And um, I, why am I even playing around? Here we go. Let me get out of these two screens and let's just go ahead and knock out some George Thorogood, baby. <laughs> Tell me who 
skin shoes, baby, put them on your feet. Got the good time music with a boat in the beat. Fucking once again, that guitar, man. Love hearing that guitar. Now, earlier I was talking about doing the uh, the horse show circuit um, when we traveled around. When we would get those rides, I remember one time, not one time, a few times, I would ride with um, this guy. Uh, his name was Bert, and I remember we were going from we were going from North Carolina to Virginia. I forget what part of Virginia. Oh, start with an R. I can't remember what part of Virginia we were going to, but we were going to Virginia from there, and uh, we're 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 going. And he's like, "I got to put on my driving music." I'm like, well, okay. He puts on Thurgood, and from then on, I was hooked on that because that guitar was something sick. And watching this guy be in the in the. You know, we're in this big dually pickup truck. We got a horse trailer in the back. He's air guitaring. No hands on the wheel. Why would his hands be on the wheel? No, no, no. He's air guitaring down the fucking highway um, on our way to uh, Virginia <laughs> to uh, to a horse show. I'm hoping we make it when I'm that age, but he is air guitaring. No hands on the wheel and just scaring the shit out of me. Meanwhile, I loved George Thorogood, and he also played a lot of this is going to be no surprise when I tell when I'm talking about some southern boys um the groom they were called grooms is what they were they they took care of the horses for people they were paid to do that they took care of the horses they were up I, I I've said before that they used to party all night and I don't know how they used to get up um like three four in the morning and they're up taking care of the horses before anyone is even up it's just amazing how they do what they did. I kind of just figured they drank all night. And then just as everybody was kind of doing their thing during the day, when you're out riding, they're not really needed. So I think they slept during the day and they partied all night. That's what I think they did. But uh, some really good times back then. But um, he played a lot of Bob Seger also. Now, this is a little bit of a long song. Obviously, there's no way I'm going to get through all these songs. I'm actually doing way more talking. 
uh, than I thought I was. But again, I wanted to keep it as as not DJ like as possible. Like kind of like like I said, I love music, and I, you know, songs mean different things to everybody. And you know, I, I'm the type of person when I hear a song, it can take me back to a certain a certain time, a certain place, a certain you know. Uh, just a certain thought in my life even a movie can take me back to sometimes just obviously the way I think of movies um, it can take me back to even a scene in a movie now my wife doesn't get that she doesn't care about the words doesn't care about the beat doesn't care about anything she just listens to the song oh I like that song or I don't like that song nothing really deep about it um, but I'm the kind of person that when I hear a song I just love music so much it just takes me somewhere um, and uh, you know this is another one uh, this song here, I'm going to play Night Moves by uh, Bob Seger. Great fucking song. I've always liked Bob Seger. He's got some good songs. Been in a ton of movies. Not Bob Seger himself, but the songs of his. Um, actually, I did Roadhouse. One of the songs of uh, Bob Seger's songs, uh, Blue Monday, is in that movie. Um, so, again, this does tie into movies, which is why I really don't feel like I need to do a different show a whole new show just to talk music i think this is just fine but um bob seeger's still going today uh he's been going since 1961 just great great musician i love the guy's voice and i really like this song um and if you really listen to the lyrics in the beginning of this song um he's talking about boobs at one point talks about uh the guy has on uh some boots that are uh have some points that are uh, well pronounced, and then talks about a girl has a has some points of her own sitting way up high, way up firm and high. He's talking about tits. Yeah, seriously. Back <laughs> this is uh, you know good old song here back in the day, um, but definitely one of the '70s songs. By uh, this was actually a, released in 1976. I would have been one year old at this time. Um, but this song right here, released uh, 1976 by Bob Seger. Let's go ahead and jam us some Bob Seger. Some high in the sky song. We were just young and restless. 
the sound of thunder How far off I sat and wondered Started humming a song from 1962 And it's funny how the night moves When you just don't seem to have as much to lose Strange how the night moves With autumn closing in There you go. And the reason I knew that little tidbit right there, or factoid, whatever you want to call it, about the uh, little lyric there is because I'd be listening to the song and that little lyric would come up about her points on her own sitting way up high. And Bert would go, talk about them big titties, Bob. (laughs) So that's how I knew that was it. Uh, But uh, yeah, like I said, just good times with these guys running around these uh these horse shows it was just a great time but um they were always playing music and that's kind of how i knew that little thing um now just to kind of keep on that uh, bert was a a funny guy he we had a cb in the truck always because that's kind of how you communicated back then i mean this was the early 80s um when i was uh driving around and um that's how we all got along we all got on one channel i think it was i think it was channel 12 we'd all jump on and we'd all talk to each other as we were driving. Uh, well, he would get on 19, which was the trucker station, and just fuck with the truckers for hours and hours. I think it was kind of his way of staying awake. Um, but uh, it was always fun driving from Horseshoe. I would actually ask to drive with Bert. My parents uh, didn't really like it. Bert was a crazy son of a bitch. And they didn't really like it, but uh, I did it anyway. It was always good fun to me. So... <laughs> Anyway, we'll move on a little bit here. Now, here's one of my favorite bands from the 80s uh, and obviously the 70s. The uh, band's been around 
Um, this actual band has been around since actually 1977, and they're still touring today. They're not touring with the original lineup. Um, the original lineup of this band uh, was the original singer, Steve Porcaro, and he had one of the greatest voices uh, ever. I'm talking about Toto here. Now, Toto, <clears throat> Steve left the band to go score movies in Hollywood, and I believe he's actually still doing it today. Um, but this band is still touring. Matter of fact, if you go look up Toto right now, you can buy tickets to their tour. Uh, they're having a 2022 world tour right now. Uh, it's called the Dogs of Oz World Tour. And um, I'll be damned, it actually started, well, shit, tonight. That world tour started tonight, actually. Um, so there you go. If you guys want to start checking out Toto, which I recommend, I think they're a great band, no matter who they have singing from. The original guy just had a very, very distinctive, crisp, clean voice. And that is who we're going to hear singing in this song. Um, I'm going to play Hold the Line by Toto, a song released, I believe it was 1978. Yes, it was in 1978. Um, but Toto is just another one of those... Um, those bands are just, you know, that formed here in L.A. Uh, so we're, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of getting into here instead of going overseas, which most of these bands we played have been. But um, here we go. Let's go ahead and rock us a little bit of Hold the Line by Toto.
Yes. All right. So I don't really have any stories on Toto. Just they are one of my absolute favorite bands. Uh, this, you got Africa, Rosanna, uh, just so many songs by them that were so popular. And I mean, Africa is just a great song. And uh, just every song by them, I think, is just a great song. And I got to tell you, in that song right there, that guy is hitting notes that I don't think many people can hit. They're just absolutely amazing um, now I just realized we've, we've already gone an hour. I feel like we've gone 10 minutes. Um, I gotta be honest. I could do this all night. I really could. Uh, I'm having a great time. I hope you guys are, but, um, I'm loving doing this kind of telling a few stories here and there. Um, and it's just really, I, this is great. I'm having a great time doing this. I hope you guys can kind of tell, but, um, anyway, Let's go ahead and keep up with some guitar. Then we'll take it back a little bit um, for a couple more songs. We'll do this for about another, I guess we'll try to do less than two hours of this. I'll try to do 30, maybe 45 more minutes. Um, I know, like I said, I'm just having a blast doing this, talking 70s rock. Um, great time. I'd love to do this with, uh, like I said, many different decades and many different genres. Keep going through. I'd have a great time doing it. Um, I've always kind of wanted to be a kind of wanted to be a DJ anyway. This is kind of what it is. I'm not trying to hit the post or anything. Um, and I'm not going to do that. Uh, I'm going to give you guys the song in full every time. But um, we're going to go ahead and go on, keep a little bit of that guitar going. And now we're going to some real heavy guitar here. We've got ACDC right now. Now they've been going forever since 1973. I've actually seen them in concert two times. Great concerts, lots of explosions. Um, but just an incredible band, an incredible band. Obviously, the first lead singer was uh, Bon Scott, passed away. We got Brian Johnson, though, who is goddamn good. I will definitely say goddamn good, uh, Brian Johnson. I think he's amazing, actually, um, at lead singer. He's had a few voice problems lately, um, but um, he's been back at it as much as he can. They are still trying to tour this band, uh, but um, we're going to go back. We're going to play a song from uh, 1976. We're going to go black, uh, bleh, go black, go back and play a little Dirty Deeds, a Dunder Cheap. And here we go. <laughs>
All right. Dirty deeds done dirt cheap. God damn. I'm telling you, if, if you guys have never... I mean, I know seeing them live now wouldn't be the same as seeing them back then. I mean, I got to tell you, I saw them when they were... Let's see. I moved here when I was 32, so I would have seen them when I was... I think I was 29 or 30 when I saw them, so that would have been, you know, the uh, early 2000s. And um, they were still great. Angus was still running around on stage jamming that guitar that... Angus is such an uh, an incredible guitar player to, to to just be doing what he's still doing. But um, those Australian guys can go out there and still do it and still rock a fucking stage, and it is unbelievable to see them in concert. So I think they probably still can go out there and rock the stage. Maybe go on YouTube and check that out, see what they still look like. <coughs> but um, pretty goddamn cool. But um, we can go ahead and just kind of move on but that that just amazing like i said when you kind of hear the music i'm playing tonight you hear a lot of guitar and i love the heavy guitar um and i'm gonna keep going with some right here now when you kind of when you go to 70s rock one of the staples i guess of 70 rock uh, 70s rock um i would consider led zeppelin one of the staples of 70s rock music uh, pretty much every step, I mean, every station, every old classic rock station used to have the old get the let out hour when you were on your way home. You know, you driving home, it'd be five o'clock. All right, time to get the let out. And they'd play all the like five Led Zeppelin songs back to back to back to back to back. And it was just, you know, let, like I said, Led Zeppelin is a staple in the 70s rock genre. Um and I love Led Zeppelin since I've been a kid. One of my, like I said, my sister's friends got me into Zeppelin. Definitely, um, I even went out and bought the box set. Um, they had a CD box set of Led Zeppelin. It was. Uh, I wish I still had this. I don't know what I did with it. It was in a a uh, a chipboard container, a corrugated little kind of a, a gift box. Um, you know, all printed with Led Zeppelin. It was black, had gold printing on it, Led Zeppelin. Um, you can probably still get pictures of this online. You opened it up. It had the four CDs right there. It was all nice, had foam in it and everything. You know, it was great. It was really cool. But I even had the, the, the you know, the, 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 the box set. And I've always been a Led Zeppelin fan. Uh, great guitar, great singer, great, great lyrics in a lot of his songs. And uh, this is actually probably, but this, um, I'm going to play Hey, Hey, or um, I think I'm playing Hey, Hey, What Can I Do? Uh, yeah, Hey, Hey, What Can I Do from uh, 1970? Um, and Ramble On is another favorite, favorite song. Of my life. I think Ramble On was actually an early 80s song of theirs. Um, but uh, Hey, Hey, What Can I Do? Uh, great song. Talking about his woman most of the song. Uh, he's got a woman stays drunk all the time. And here we go, folks.
right. Like I said, kind of a staple in the uh, 70s music, classic rock music, I guess you could say, is definitely Led Zeppelin. And uh, like I said, definitely brings me back to my childhood. Um, always loved Led Zeppelin being 15, 16 years old. Uh, still today, love me some Led Zeppelin. Obviously, that's really, like I said, this song and Ramble On, uh, two of my favorite songs by old Led Zeppelin. But um, since we're talking about staples in 70s rock, classic rock, whatever you want to call it, um, I don't think we can get out of here most definitely without playing a little bit of Leonard Skinner. You want to talk about a staple in classic rock. I believe Leonard Skinner is right there. Kind of brought about the old Southern rock movement. Um, kind of the, 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 the country mixed with rock and roll um, kind of thing. Uh, started off with Ronnie Van Zant. Obviously, his brother Johnny took over. Um, has been going. They're still, I believe they're still touring. I believe they're still touring. I think they've been doing a farewell tour for uh, the last 10 years, like a lot of bands do. <laughs> they, um, But there's a lot of uh, 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 guys that are still in the band that were a part of the original band. Um, and uh, they are, son of a bitch, they're still touring. Be damned. This is awesome. I love doing this. Uh, but yeah, they are still touring today. But uh, Leonard Skinner definitely, like I said, staple. Uh, we're going back to 1973 here. So this would be old Ronnie Van, Dan- Van Zant singing this song, the original. We're going back to Give Me Three Steps. And uh, just a good song. Once again, the 70s rock and roll had such great storytelling in it. The songs, if you listen to them, there's actually a story going on. And uh, this song most definitely has a story. He's uh, he's definitely got a story in this song. Yeah, he's even looking down, looking down the barrel of a forty-five. Here we go. I guess it takes a second. All right, listen to that guitar. Yeah.
All right. Like I said, another staple in the 70s rock and roll music is definitely, definitely Leonard Skinner. Um, just so many great songs by Leonard Skinner I could think of right here. But this was just one of the quicker songs by him. You know, he's got Freebird and all kinds of other songs. But I do like this song. I like the story it tells. Uh, and by, I said a 45 ish, I'm at the 44. Got to, got to got to do that but um that song once again takes me back to the old uh the old traveling from state to state doing the shows listening to leonard skinnard um obviously you know when you're driving around that you know you had cassette tapes back then but you also had the radio which when you were driving you just had to find whatever station was local back then <laughs> and you know you went through many stations but you could always find a classic rock station back in the 80s um, or just a rock station. Jesus, they wasn't even wasn't classic rock at that time. Um, but uh, speaking of just you know bands that I absolutely love, I just talked about Freddie Mercury uh, a few minutes ago. Queen, a uh, band that I definitely definitely love. Me and uh, me and Anthony a while back on this show right here actually talked uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I went and saw it when it came out. Such a good movie. Um, but I have always thought that Queen. Um, is a, in a, in just an incredible band. Uh, Freddie Mercury is one of the greatest frontmen in the world. That Live Aid show really proved what he could do uh, from 1985, which I know I said I would get to it. And I do want to get to it. These shows are kind of just tests to see if you guys like the music shows. I'm having a blast. I really probably should do this song one or two more, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, two more. We'll do this song two more. And we'll rock on out of here. Um, but uh, I definitely want to know if you guys like this. Uh, go ahead, go on Facebook and Twitter. Find that. Just comment if you guys did enjoy me doing this. If you did, I'll keep going. Like I said, I'll keep going with different genres. Uh, every now and then I'll pop these on. I'm having a great time doing this. Um, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and play a little bit of Queen here. Like I said, we're going to do two songs after that. But um, Freddie Mercury was unbelievable. I, I really thought the uh, the movie did, did did his life justice, and um, I, I thought it was a, a very good movie too. But um, I think Freddie Mercury was just one of the greatest. Great, I, we really lost him way too early uh, due to AIDS, obviously. But um, the movie was amazing about him. If you haven't seen it, definitely check it out. Uh, there's plenty of places you can probably find it. I just haven't looked for it because I've seen it. I own it. Actually, my wife bought it for me for Christmas a few years ago. But um, Go ahead and play Queen, Somebody to Love. This is actually one of the longer songs at five minutes and nine seconds. But uh, it's definitely worth it. So let's go ahead, play us a little bit of Queen here. And then we'll, uh, two more after this. Here we go. Takes a second. Then here we go. Stand on my feet Take a look, take a look 
right. Such an absolute beautiful voice on Freddie Mercury. Just an amazing, amazing song. Now, George Michael did that song uh, also and did a very, very good version of it. Um, I played it on the show when George Michael passed and me and Shaheen were doing the hot tag. So I did play it once. Um, but if you've never heard that version, jump on YouTube and check it out. It was actually very, very good. Um, but Queen, absolutely just one of the most amazing bands. Um, great voice. Uh, we obviously lost Freddie way too early, like I said. But um, I'm gonna. Kinda, if you remember a little while ago, I said that music kind of takes me back and makes me think of things. And um, one thing that takes me back to my childhood and 70s music especially uh, takes me back to it is my aunt. I lost my aunt when I was 14 years old. Uh, she lived with us for many years, was our babysitter basically after school. Um, my dad's sister, his uh, younger sister, basically she took care of us after school. I've told stories on uh, Dirt Sheet Dudes about her taking me to the arcade when I got out of school because she worked there. Great, Some of the greatest times of my life. But one of her favorite uh, basically songs was Bad, 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 Bad Leroy Brown by Jim Croce. Um, now I'm going to get a little weird with this song. I know it's more of a folk song, a soft rock song, but it's from 19, uh, I believe 1973. Give me one second here. It is a 1973 song. Now we did lose uh, Jim Croce in 1973. He was 30 years old. He was very young. Didn't put out that many albums. Um, but um, one of her, this was one of her favorite songs, and you don't mess around with Jim. Pretty much any song by uh, Jim Croce, you, uh, you've heard his song "Operator," uh, you've heard his songs before. But uh, was on a plane that crashed at the airport, and uh, all five passengers on the plane died, including him. Um, so kind of taken very early from us in his career. But um, I'm gonna play this song. Like I said, it might be a little weird. It's a little folky of a song. Matter of fact, last time I played this was on a episode of uh, Patreon with Shaheen, and he laughed at me for this song. So you guys want to laugh? I'm fine with it. But this brings me back to uh, some great years of my life. Uh, being with my aunt, she would pop this <laughs> eight track on uh, many, many times. And I loved listening and hearing her sing along to these songs. So here you go. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Uh, here we go. No, seriously, it's playing. It will be.
All right. There you go. And again, like I said, I know that's sort of an old, weird kind of song to play, but um, reminds me of my aunt. Again, I lost my aunt when I was 14 years old, heroin overdose. Um, she had moved back to Boston and uh, was in New York for some reason. We don't know. But um, anyway, that song right there and any song by Jim Crowe always just reminds me of uh, my aunt and uh, just a good time for me growing up. But um, I'm going to play one more, like I had said, and we're going to end on this. And we'll kind of bring it back to movies a little bit, a song that's been used in a movie, a uh, movie that I mentioned a few weeks ago, uh, some of the greatest scenes, um, Reservoir Dogs. movie that was used in Reservoir Dogs, Michael Madsen is going after Marvin Nash, if you guys uh, remember this um, this. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me, this uh, thing right here. It was uh, a really good song. Uh, he was going after the cop, and uh, it was by a. If you got Stephen Wright, the comedian, in the background talking about Steeler's Wheel with Joe Egan and Jerry Rafferty, and um, that song right there is a 1972 song. It's a really good song. If you guys have, I'm sure you've heard it. It's been on many, many radio stations and in, in more than just this movie, but. Reservoir Dogs is probably where this song is most known. Um, and that scene right there where he's going after uh, Marvin Nash, the police officer. Um, and Marvin Nash was in one episode of NYPD Blue just to tie it all together for everybody. <laughs> I know it's a weird thing I do. Leave me alone. But anyway, we're going to uh, go ahead and play this song. Then we're going to wrap this bad boy up. Um and here we go. Stuck in the middle with you. Steeler's wheel. Let's do it.
There you go. Clown to the left of me, Joker to the right, stuck in the middle with you. Such a great fucking song right there. Really is. Absolutely. I've always liked that song. Before it was even on Reservoir Dogs, I had heard that song and always liked it. Um, but anyway, that is it right there. I'm going to end there before I, uh, before I do end up going all goddamn night because I could literally do this. I've got another hour and 17 minutes. I would love to keep going, but uh, probably not a good idea. I'll save what I have. Um, maybe we can do a, a part two of this one day down the road. I'll uh, go ahead and save because we did not get through. I really thought that we were going to play a lot more music. Um, I'm kind of glad we didn't. I actually didn't. Um, I didn't think I'd be telling as many stories as I did. But uh, like I said, music Songs take me to uh, different places, different times in my life, like I'm sure it does with a lot of you also. And uh, that's why music, you know, whatever genre of music you're you're into is, you know, so deep to a lot of us because it just takes us to, you know, something, whether it's a movie, whether it's a time in your life, whether it's whatever it is, it does take you places, um, you know, and that's what I love about Music. I mean, like I said, I, I don't listen to a ton of music, but the music I listened to, uh, did listen to, um, I still love it. I really do. I still love listening to it. Matter of fact, when me and my wife play cards, I sit out there, I turn on 70s, 80s, and I mean, she just cringes because I sing along. And I yell, you know, when we're talking about 80s, and I start singing along with uh, Roxanne, forgive me. I'll scream it so loud I may break a window, you know, who knows, but um, I had an excellent time doing this, please definitely find a way to uh, definitely go, this is on the Hollywood Hangout Facebook, go on there, tell me if you enjoyed this, um, I had a blast doing this, I would do this a lot more, uh, matter of fact, if you guys like these, I'll put some of these, uh, I'll put some of these in the can, just in case I can't do a show one night. Um, I'll pop it on, but, um, this was a lot of fun for me. I will do this anytime. I had a blast doing this. I am going to go ahead and, uh, knock out the plugs, but, um, we really didn't get through a lot of songs, believe it or not. I had 25 songs set. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 13 songs still left that I didn't even play. I just wasn't sure how it was going to go. So I had a lot of songs ready. And uh, as other songs are playing, I was getting other songs, figuring out what I wanted to play next. Like I said, I had no order or um, I really had no idea how this was going to go. I kind of just uh, figured I'd come in here and go off the cuff. Like I said, I'd let the music take me where it took me. And uh, I feel like I did that. So had a really, really good time doing this. Uh, please, like I said, leave a comment, find a way, definitely leave some uh, feedback on this show. 
negative, positive, whatever you guys want, I can uh, I can take it. So um, definitely appreciate everybody that's going to be listening to this. Let me go ahead and knock these plugs out one more time for you guys. That's right. Hi, Marks, Cheese Man, Mojo, and Mr. G Wiz. That's right. You guys should be checking them out. Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That's right. Mixler.com slash Metal Mitt Podcast Network. And, of course, you guys can check them out on YouTube under the same name. But definitely be checking them guys out. And, of course, Bobby Anthem, Bobby Blades. They are the Inhumans. They are on the Inhuman Experience. And you should already be subscribed. If not, go to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe to the Inhuman Experience. And, of course, you've got Eric, Doug, and Daniel over there on the Everything unscripted wrestling podcast you can check them out on all the usual podcast platforms and blog talk radio live you can check them out right over there eup network is where they're at excuse me for the little burpees i was actually drinking a little seltzer water i actually don't have beer tonight um anyway and a shout out to Stephen milan um definitely letterbox boxd.com slash Stephen milan two l's in milan and uh definitely Check him out. He's reviewing films over there. And don't forget to check out me and Smark, Mr. Smark Wahlberg. That's right. He is over there with me every Wednesday night, 10, 15 p.m. Eastern Time. Mixler.com slash Dudes. Check us out. We're on Facebook. We're everywhere. If you guys ever want to check us out, definitely do that. And that is it for the plugs. And uh, once again, I had a blast doing this, guys. I really hope I'll be able to do this again. Um, let me know if you want me to do this again. But um, there you go. That's it. Had a great time. I know I'm kind of like stalling. I really wish I could stay and do more songs. But I know I shouldn't because otherwise I'm going to be here all night. And (laughs) I shouldn't do that. So, all right, folks. I appreciate it. Appreciate everybody's going to download this. Appreciate Bobby Anthem over there hanging out most of the night with me. And uh, there you go, folks. Have a great evening. Have a great week. I will see you next Saturday. I will be back with a movie. I will be doing Rollerball next week. I promised. And I will be doing Rollerball next week. Really want to get that movie done. So, see everybody next week. Take it easy. And you know what we're doing. 